0: Welcome to Mind Your Mind, Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host Joseph Tropper and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hello and welcome to episode 64, five ways to earn trust. Now, The first caveat when I talk about trust is I don't want you to be taken advantage of. There are people who have broken your trust in such severe ways or at such frequency and without relent that are not trustworthy anymore. And part of being a mature young adult and a mature wise adult and older adult is to recognize that there are some people that as much as you want and as much as you try, you cannot earn their trust. And so I'm talking about five ways to build trust with a functional, healthy person. All right, so let's start with that. Number one is be trustworthy yourself. I see time and again that the biggest culprit that prevents people from being trusting others is that they themselves are liars and they are manipulators. And so therefore, they automatically ascribe the same exact behavior to others. And so this is not a short-term solution that's going to fix the problem. But, you know, they always say the parable that the boy who cried wolf and the punishment of... He who lies is that even when he t- tells the truth or she tells the truth, she's not believed. So I believe that there's a bigger punishment. And that punishment is not just that people don't trust you because it's important as a functional member of society to be trustworthy and trusted by others and to be heard and validated. But it's even worse than that. It's that you yourself don't trust yourself because you know that you're a liar and you know that your integrity is down. And so the first step, which cannot be ignored, is work on your own integrity so that you're an honest and trustworthy and good person and you will see that a lot of things will change in your life as you start to work on that i work with a lot of couples that their relationship was started under questionable circumstances according to their own moral value systems maybe it was an affair maybe it was something else and oftentimes their relationship is fraught with trust issues because they think, well, if you did it once and you did it with me, then what's stopping you from doing it with someone else? And so being trustworthy is the first foundation for creating a healthy relationship. Number two is think about past trusts. Think about people in the past that, you've, that have earned your trust and that, how that felt and what that looked like. Now, if you say back to me something very sarcastic like, well, I was young and stupid, then you're not thinking back of past trust. You're thinking about a problem, and maybe there's trauma, maybe there's uh, perception issues, whatever it is. Think about is. I'm talking about thinking about genuine relationships, whether parental, relative, grandparent, aunt, uncle, sibling, teacher, mentor, spiritual leader, whoever it is, friend, lover, whatever it was, where there was trust. And think about what that looked like, and just get clear in your head that just like you had it back then, you could replicate it and hopefully make it better with your mature lessons that you've learned in your life until now. Number three is kind of the cleanup act, and number four is as well, and that is learn from your past betrayals. Number three, learn from your past betrayals, and I mean that, and again, I've stressed this already before, but I'll say it again, there are people that you cannot trust. There are people that have violated your trust in such a severe manner that they don't deserve to be trusted ever again, and you would be a fool to trust them again because they're not trustworthy people. There are people that have constantly shown themselves, whether because of severe mental illness that's not treated or not under control, or whether because of severe addiction that have constantly broken your heart and betrayed you. So learn from those betrayals, learn about what you could do to protect yourself. Maybe there were some uh, red lights that you saw, but just chose to ignore. And maybe we can learn from that, or maybe there are things that you did to feed into the situation. Number four is be willing to forgive if they're forgivable things, and again, this is always why it's helpful to have someone to talk things through with, and with a focus on self-care. And what I mean by that is, again, the same caveat that there are things that you don't have to forgive, and there are things that are not forgivable, and that's okay as well. Every relationship, no matter what the dynamic, there's always going to be some stepping on each other's feet, some hurt, some misunderstanding. That's all normal. But when it's to a level where your self-care and your self-esteem and your self-worth is on trial, then uh, that is probably not something that can be forgiven. When I say be willing to forgive, I'm talking about normal, healthy wear and tear in relationships. Be willing and open to forgive. And finally, the last thing is give the gift of trust. I always ask couples or even individuals I'm working with, what percentage of trust can you give that person that you're trying to build trust with? And they say, Well, right now I give them 50% trust. I say, great. How do we get it up to 60%? What would that look like? How would you know? What What would they be doing differently? And oftentimes you don't know the answer. And it's because in your head, you're not really gauging it. You're just saying, I don't trust. I don't trust. And if you have a conversation with them, it usually sounds circular. I can't trust you. Well, you can't trust me because you keep accusing me and you're wrong about the accusations. Well, if I would trust you, I would stop accusing you. Well, if you'd stop accusing me, then you trust me more. So I always say at some point, you need to give a little bit of a gift, a little extra, because ultimately, we never know who we could trust at all. I mean, you see these things about medical fraud or other things, you know, these were trustworthy, reliable doctors or other things in the news that kind of get us a little bit nervous. But you can't live your life paranoid thinking that no one's trustworthy. There are some very good-minded, healthy people with integrity in the world. Hopefully, you and I are one or two of them. Um, So give the gift of trust even though the person has not fully earned it. I hope this is helpful in first of all recognizing that there are times that trust cannot be given back and should not be given back. But if you're looking for five ways to build it, be trustworthy yourself. That's a long-term goal. Short-term is think about past trusts that were real and how to replicate them. Learn about past betrayals and what your lesson is as far as your uh, part in them. And be willing to forgive with, of course, a focus on self-care if it's not appropriate. And give the gift of trust. Don't be afraid to be open and to give that gift. I hope this was helpful for you. And I look forward to hearing your feedback as always. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.